How we met. Bazario Mwanza. Sife Mwanza. We met in Dola. Yeah, at the studio. We came over to record some songs and yeah, that's how we met. How we met. Hi, this is John Mumba. Well, we met at church 2013. It's an interesting story. How we met on Lifestyle. Hello, my name is Tavo Kalalukachiseni. Hello, my name is uh, Dr. Michael Chiseni. So we met through uh, a mutual friend on Facebook, and then we got connected um, over Zoom, and eventually we um, met in person. Okay, so I had a conversation with a friend of mine. So this friend knows both of us. And uh, she was trying to oh, hook me up or connect me to a godly man. And uh, initially I was skeptical about it. Um, but uh, after having that conversation with her, my heart was kind of open to be able to meet uh, uh, people, maybe through somebody. Um, so when he sent me a friend request, I looked over his profile and um, yeah, I thought he was uh, legit and yeah, the real deal. So then my heart was open to have a conversation with him. I was on my uh, Facebook uh, profile and usually when you have a friend, they are, the content appears on your feed. So my friend, Mwape, who we are both friends with, we were in high school together, so she posted a, her photo talking about her birthday, happy belated birthday. So I saw her photo and I went to her profile uh, page and I started looking through and I found a short video where she was encouraging on Philippians 1.6. And I thought she was, uh, yeah, quite a legit woman. So, and at that time I didn't even think about whether she was single, she was uh, in a serious relationship or she was engaged. I just sent her a friend request. Then, yeah, things uh, took motion from there. Do you want to answer that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it took nine days. <laughs> nine days. Nine days, yes. Yeah. So we, we started talking on the 18th of January uh, this year. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we spoke for nine days and uh, uh, on the ninth day I asked her to be my girlfriend. Yes, my heart was open to him and my first impression of him was that he was um, a very down-to-earth person, very genuine, his heart was so pure and you know when you've been waiting for a long time you know exactly what you're looking for. So when I started conversating with him, I knew this was what I was waiting for. So I was in Sweden. She was in, in Canada. The friend who connected us was in Zambia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it took about um, two months. Okay, so March is when you 
got the ring. March is when I started yeah, <laughs> planning the proposal. <laughs> mm. I mean, uh, the few days before flying to Canada, I had sleepless nights. <laughs> no offense. Yes, I couldn't sleep. I was like, what could go wrong? I was always constantly checking my passport if it's in the right place. So yeah, there was a lot of anxiety because, you know, we'd been talking since January and then in March we are about to meet in person. So there had been this momentum building and it, I was sort of uh, quite anxious. Yeah. I was even thinking maybe, hey, the border police would be like, sorry, we can't, we can't let you into Canada. <laughs> so I, I thought of everything that could go wrong and that just kept on keeping me awake uh, for the past few days before we actually met in person. Yeah. I think it was both exciting and I was nervous as well because mm -hmm. you've never met this person. Um, so, but all in all, it was more exciting than nerves, so. I think from the very first time we started talking, there had always been like a green light in my spirit, like there was no resistance. Like even, you know, when I presented it to people that love me and know me, and uh, I told them about him, it was just like everybody was agreeable, and there was just, yeah no resistance at all and it just felt right even though like in the natural the time was short it's almost like god had already prepared this from a long time ago and it was just time and it was just like natural it wasn't nothing forced it was mm. just the most natural beautiful thing it was also the same you know the first time we actually spoke on zoom uh, we spoke for like an hour, 30 minutes, because initially I was a bit skeptical about pursuing long distance relationships yeah. because of the energy and time that you need to put in into getting to know somebody, yeah. unraveling the layers and just getting to know who they are. Mm -hmm. So, But the first time we spoke uh, on Zoom, it was just so natural. We spoke for an hour, 30 minutes, like we had known each other yeah. for a really long time. Yeah, it was, yeah, even when we met in person, I, I was quite excited. I, she was waiting for me with flowers at the airport. <laughs> and yeah, uh, it, it was like we had met before, but it was actually the first time we were meeting in person. So I mean, by March, I had started organizing a ring. So because I didn't want to sort of give a hint that I was coming with a ring. So I tried to get a ring size through her friends and I ultimately ordered a ring from Zambia through one of her friends so she had it sent to, to Sweden. So And I started uh, organizing the ring by March already. So by the time I was traveling to Canada, I didn't go empty-handed. <laughs> I knew she was the one. Absolutely. I think from the very start, we we knew that this was a serious relationship that would lead to marriage. And so we had already started having conversations about that, but I just didn't know when the proposal would happen. I knew it was coming, but I didn't know how or when. So, yeah. So initially I had planned to propose 
we were visiting the Rocky Mountains with the with a mm -hmm. sister. So uh, I called the sister the, the week that we were going to visit her. And I was like, uh, sis, I didn't come empty-handed. I want to propose uh, while we're with the family in, in Calgary. Then uh, the sister was like, oh, um, uh, you can't really, if we were in, in the Western setup, it would be all right. But then you need to go through the customary, uh, the African traditional um, uh, stuff. So that's how uh, I already had to start organizing my people to go speak uh, to her father about me uh, getting to be with her. Then uh, ultimately uh, we organized a secret engagement uh, party mm -hmm. uh, uh, at her sister's place. So we had, we had been planning with her sister for almost a week. So I had to be a secret agent. I had to be hiding, deleting messages, going out to answer calls just to put everything in place. Yeah. And uh, the weekend we traveled to the sister's place. We, yeah, I took her out for a manicure. Then the sister stayed home and she called uh, the people that were close to her and everybody came in. Yeah, and there was a really beautiful setup that uh, mm. the sister put together. Mm -hmm. So by the time we were getting home, hey, everything was... <laughs> <laughs> well, it was more of who was there and how it happened. Because I think when he hinted in the morning, he was like, oh, I'm taking you for a pedicure and manicure. I kind of like, oh, I think something's up. <laughs> but yeah, ultimately it was beautiful and just seeing everybody that came was more of the surprise and how it happened, so. Well, I started preparing my dad <laughs> beforehand because <laughs> I knew maybe he would resist a little bit. But I had a conversation with him on the phone. I told uh, him about him. And then I organized a WhatsApp video um, chat for them to get to meet. And it was amazing how they connected. They talked for over an hour, just over WhatsApp video. And it, was, it just showed me God's favor and just how the Lord's hand was upon this. Like there was no resistance at all. So it was really good. My family had actually, in January, they've been asking me, hey, what's up? What's happening with your relationship, life? So uh, I, I guess when she came in, they had already been asking questions and uh, I sort of just introduced uh, uh, her to them and they really loved her from, she's a very lovable person. Yeah, so my sisters, my mom loved her and they were looking forward to meeting her in person as well. Absolutely, just his heart for God and his pursuit for God in worship and he's a man of prayer. That, yeah, was also, that really drew us together as well and that's what we love to do together and that keeps us strong as well because we do that together, yeah. So after the proposal, we then started planning our wedding in July. We only planned our wedding in three months. So we got married um, just about three weeks ago. So um, we wanted, um, we actually booked a venue that was kind of like a one-stop shop. 
they did the deco, they did the food, they did the music system, which was very easy for us because being out there, it wasn't easy to have so many connections and be able to run around at the same time. So it was good that that venue could do everything. Then we also had a really great team, uh, Reverend Floyd, his Washimukombe, and um, my matron, Mrs. Kasari Kayingo as well. They were just on top of everything, going to the venue, making sure everything is in place and making sure that our dream comes to life. So we had a great team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was quite, uh, we started planning in July, as she said, and we had a budget of over 200,000 kwacha. Mm -hmm. So yeah, <laughs> we had to get into our faith mode and yeah. just uh, believe and trust God because we could have easily said, hey, let's do it when we have all this money. But yeah. we just sort of uh, stepped out and trusted that God would uh, uh, meet all our needs mm -hmm. and yeah so we started planning and um, a, a lot of people came through to uh, support us even as we were preparing for the for the wedding well I started shopping online it wasn't it didn't take me too long I just picked like a few designs that I liked and then I got my sister's opinion and then we're able to like uh, pick the perfect dress Oh, I actually spoke in tongues. <laughs> I broke out in tears because yeah, she yeah she was walking down the aisle with the with the dad, and uh, I had asked her to sing a song, but I didn't know that she was going to sing it while walking down the aisle. Mm -hmm. So when I heard her singing, I was just uh, ecstatic, and yeah, I was just overwhelmed. Yes, and uh, yeah. Uh, tears were running down my eyes. <laughs> yeah. I know that was like his favorite song. Um, yeah, it was a beautiful moment, and just to be able to have my dad walking me down the aisle at the same time singing for my husband to be was such a yeah beautiful moment i think once i started walking and singing i was okay but initially like the few minutes before i was like really nervous but uh, i think once i got into the flow it was just natural and i settled into it I mean, from the first day that we started speaking, uh, uh, we prayed. And uh, even moments after that, we worshipped together. Yeah. So from the day we started speaking up until now, there's never been a day where we go without prayer mm -hmm. or just spending time with God. And that mm -hmm. really brought us uh, uh, together. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, just uh, seeing our personalities. Both of us uh, don't like conflict, so we always find ways of amicably uh, dealing with uh, mi misunderstandings. So we never really had like a huge uh, misunderstanding, but we always found uh, common ground and mm -hmm. yeah.
Yeah, so yeah, Proverbs 15.1 is my go-to. You know, um, just a gentle answer turns away wrath. Mm -hmm. So just being intentional about gently speaking to each other, I think, um, doesn't blow anything out of proportion. So I think, yeah, just that's kind of our strategy. Speak gently to one another and, yeah, communicate. What I appreciate most about him is that he's such a man of honor. How he honors and loves people is amazing. And the other thing is his integrity. And he's a man of faith and he's got a generous heart. I think those are the most amazing qualities about him. Tabo loves God more than she loves me. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Yes, and uh, she's got a big heart, she's kind, she loves people, and uh, she loves my family. And that's one of the things that I used to pray for, just for somebody who would not draw me away from my family, but somebody who would equally love my family. And uh, uh, she's been just uh, that. I think God never disappoints. Um, whenever we are, we hold on to him and his promise. You know, the first time we started conversating, I told, uh, I said to him, eternity met time. The Lord has already prepared those things for us to walk in. And even though it may take a while for them to come to be, when we hold on to God's promise, his plan and purpose would ultimately come to pass. So don't give up and don't settle. Don't settle for less than God's best. Because that was my heart, is that I didn't want to settle. And when he came along, I knew this is what I've been waiting for. I guess uh, for me, everything revolved around purpose. Mm -hmm. So once as a man, you understand your purpose, then you know the kind of helper that you need for the road where God is taking you. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes uh, uh, young men will try this lady and that lady because they don't understand their purpose. And I think during my time of singleness, I invested a lot of time in just trying to understand where God is taking me. Mm -hmm. And once I understood that, I knew the woman that I needed for where God is taking me. So, and that's why even in my waiting, I didn't just entertain any uh, woman, any lady, because I knew exactly what I was looking for. And uh, when she came along, I, uh, realizing her character and who she was, I knew that she was what I had been waiting for. Well, it's different for everybody. You can't just copy somebody's story. God has written your love story in a very special way. And so, yeah, God has a unique story and journey for you. So it could be through Facebook, social media, who knows? It could be in person, but just hold on to God and he, he will make it happen. So yeah, they do work. <laughs> okay. I think uh, because what made it so a safe space for us is because we had a reference point yeah. where somebody we could refer to and say, do you know this person? Yeah. 
and I was able to inquire uh, more about uh, Tabo from this reference point. Mm -hmm. And I think oftentimes it's it's good to have a reference point yeah. because sometimes you can just meet a stranger. Uh, there are people that will, I think it's called catfishing, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So people will pretend to be who they are not online. Mm -hmm. So I think unless you have a reference, uh, I think uh, people should be a bit careful about meeting uh, online. I think we're both very musical. <laughs> that, that, that's like our main uh, thing we, we uh, worship together. He plays keyboard, I play guitar, and yeah, we, we do a lot of that. And um, yeah, we also like adventure, visiting different places. Is fun as well. It's better to wait than to marry wrong. Mm -hmm. Yes, because if you marry wrong, uh, uh, marrying wrong has its own repercussions. So I really, I waited for a very long time, like for many, many years. <laughs> and uh, having met Tabo at the right time, I realized the benefits of waiting because I was able to love Tabo wholeheartedly without referring to a Jill or a Jane or a Mwansa somewhere. So yeah, it's, it's really worth waiting. It's worth waiting. Okay, my name is Tabo Kalaluka Chiseni. My name is Dr. Michael Chiseni. And, and this, this is, is how, how we met. met. How we met. Bazario Mwanza. Sife Mwanza. We met in Dola. Yeah, at the studio. We came over to record some songs and yeah, that's how we met. How we met. Hi, this is John Mumba. Chile Shabwale Mumba. Well, we met at church 2013. It's an interesting story. How we met on Lifestyle. Tuning to Lifestyle next week and get to hear more interesting stories on how we met.